There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery. Code Wondery. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast. Huge news, you guys. We shot a television version of the Nerdist Podcast for BBC America, and they are going to air it September 24th at 10 p.m. 9 central. Uh, that's, uh, of course, on BBC America, uh, and I'm beyond excited. So we shot this one episode. If people watch it, then we'll get to make more. And if not, then it was still fun. Uh, our guest was Craig Ferguson and another very special guest. So please mark that in your calendar or make a party for it and invite people over and I'll come. Actually, I probably can't come to all your houses. But I'll be there on the TV if you watch it. All right, I'm done begging you. <laughs> but seriously, watch my fucking show. Uh, I would also like to uh, say that if you're in the San Francisco area, August 18th, we're going to be doing a Nerdist podcast, uh, just me and uh, Veronica Belmont at the California Academy of Sciences, presented by SF Sketchfest. And then I'm sticking around to do uh, Riff Tracks with the guys of Riff, Riff Tracks live on the 20th of August. So you can get details for that at uh, sfsketchfest.com. I want to thank GoToMeeting for being a continuing sponsor of the Nerdist Podcast. It's impossible to get people together uh, when you're traveling and you're working remotely, and GoToMeeting is incredible teleconferencing. Uh, you can use it for uh, collaboration sessions, planning meetings, status updates, any kind of meeting you want. All people need is an internet connection, and everyone is literally on the same page in seconds. So I, I cannot recommend it enough. If you need to do teleconferencing for your work, GoToMeeting is super simple. They do everything for you. So sign up today for a free 30-day trial of GoToMeeting. Have all the meetings you want for one low flat rate. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and enter the promo code NERDIST. All right, here's the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 114. Hostful. Now entering Nerdist.com. And Jonah Ray puts his headphones in the jack, but something is amiss. The headphones don't oh, seem no, to be that's, working. That's stereo. Yeah, Jonah's right. not hearing anything in either ear. In some weird reality, this he might consider he's going deaf. It's one-sided. <laughs> Are you sure you're not deaf in one ear? No. Yeah, well, it's, it's possible, but I've had tinnitus for a very long time. You have? You have tinnitus? Yeah, yeah, real bad. And you just, you just, so you just hear a ring in your ears all the What's time? Tinnitus? Yeah, that's why I kind of need to, that's why I kind of need to um, have sounds or a movie going on when I sleep because the screeching sounds of silence as I call them uh, oh, that's what Simon and Garfunkel call yeah. them too 
Um, it, it's it fucking sound. it's now impossible. How did, how did you sleep. how did you get tinnitus? I you know I grew going up, to concerts. Grow, yeah, going to concerts, playing the drums yeah. in, a, in a garage with no you know insulation, so you just have the sound bouncing around and. You know, I never wore ear protection. I didn't think about it. Oh, that is more you even put condoms on your ears? No, no. I would just, I would, I would, I would put ear sponges in. Ear <laughs> sponges. And uh, I'd put an ear UD in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would take the ear after pill. Uh, but yeah, so no, I no, have, no. That's for. I've, I, you know, I got a lot of ear infections. I actually got a couple of ear infections in the past, you know, five years uh, as an adult, and that's really weird. That's like a weird feeling to get an ear infection as an adult. Unless like getting like a nosebleed when you're an adult. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like it's just chicken pox or shitting your pants, right, guys? Guys, mm -hmm. you too, right? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Shit in the bed. I've done it twice. <laughs> Have you? I've I've, sh I've shit my pants. Uh, <laughs> we can't talk about this again. We have, Judah Friedlander has the mother no, of all true. pants that's shitting true. stories. Like there, we can't. It's yeah. it's yeah, untoppable. Yeah. That's true. It's yep. untoppable when you make the conscious decision. Like, well. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's not in your car, so we can't we can't top yeah, that. Can. I think I maybe I talked about it, but it was after a wing eating contest. So yeah, well, a wing eating contest, yeah, Lord of the Wings. At first, that I was... thought you said a wing ding contest. No, yeah. I was How many wing say... dings can you fit on a page? <laughs> well, it wow. depends on the size. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Where this, were we? <laughs> this this is this is a fun thing that happened the other day. Uh, I went to lunch with uh, with a director named Seth Gordon. Hey. Who uh, directed King of Kong and Horrible Bosses and yeah. Freakonomics? I, just, I literally and... just hung my King of Kong poster today. Well, what happens is when you have, uh, and I'm sure you're starting to get this too, Jonah, but when you have a, a management company or an agency, they'll send you out on work dates with other clients. Yeah. Just to sort of be like, hey, see if you guys, you know, whatever. Get it's a general. Along. You know, you go and, uh, general. Well, no, it's not. It's different from a general. A general, a general is when you go... Um, and Mark said this at his uh, speech at uh, Montreal. A general is just when a few execs have an open spot on their calendar and want to be entertained by a comic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so you come in and they ask you about yourself and you make them laugh. And, and then like, nothing and ever then happens. nothing ever happens. Yeah. I've had so many of those. And it's no, just, no. Yeah. The, the, this kind of thing is where they they sort of, you're more on equal, you know, theoretically equal ground with the person that you're meeting with. And it's like, oh, maybe we'll do something together at some point, but just sort of saying hi. And uh, Seth is a super awesome guy. Really, really cool. And and, and just, I was, I was nerding out so hard at talking to about Billy Mitchell to the guy that captured his soul on, yeah. on film. When uh, can we have him on? <laughs> Billy Mitchell? He said he would come on. I would, no. Oh, so I, okay, I'll have Billy Mitchell on too. No. Uh, no. He'll, yes. just, he'll just promote his hot his, sauce uh, Ricky's and his hot flag ties. I've, you had, know I've had Ricky's hot sauce. You're not looking hard enough. So here's uh, so here, here's what happened when I go to lunch with, with Seth. We go to this uh, kind of hipstery diner. and uh, Which one? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. But it was on the west side. Okay. And so uh, a, a very nice uh, Latino gentleman uh, comes up to uh, to wait on us. And, um, John Leguizamo. It was not John Leguizamo. Luis Guzman. It was not Luis Guzman either. Hmm. It was Rakala Malala. <laughs> <laughs> no, <it was> <laughs> I've been waiting this table since purgatory. <laughs> the eggs are made with fine Corinthian leather. Why um, would you make eggs with leather? Why didn't they put me in the new planet of the eggs? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, 
Uh, I order, yeah, I just order basic breakfast, yeah, like eggs. Uh, by the way, this is not a cool story, bro. This actually goes somewhere. Okay. I'm not just going to tell you that I ordered fucking breakfast. <laughs> that's that's, like, that's kind of like an Adam Carolla. Yeah, man, I get the eggs. You got the eggs are scrambled yeah. right there. You know, I, I don't want, everyone knows how eggs work. <laughs> so I, I order, like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to a traditional breakfast. I love uh, some eggs and bacon, a little toast, and a side of cottage cheese. Okay. The like guy that. just stares at me blankly. He's like, well, we have a uh, cheddar? I'm like, no, 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 cottage, cottage cheese, just like a side of cottage cheese. I I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, you want Swiss? And I'm like, no, it's not really a cheese. <laughs> and so now I find myself in a situation where I'm having breakfast with a guy I don't know, and I seem very emphatic yeah. about cottage cheese. <laughs> but what's going on in my head is I am baffled by the idea that this guy works at a diner and has never heard of cottage cheese. Yeah. Then I find myself in the weird situation of trying to explain cottage cheese, but not really knowing how to do that. I was going to say, I don't I'm know. Like, I wouldn't know it's how to. It's, uh, it's small, is it a it's curd? Small, yeah. it's, small oh, it's, it's milk gone bad. It's a, it's a curd, I think. Bad, it's, it went bad. No, like, we throw that out. We throw like, When the cheese is cottaged. It's like cheese cum? I don't the cheese, know. When the cheese cottage, so, we throw it out. So uh, he's made of houses? No. No, no. <laughs> it's casa cheese? It's casa not casa cheese. <laughs> So uh, I go, you know what? I'll tell you what. Just go back and ask the the cook, and maybe he, you know, hey, he's probably heard of it. He's probably heard of a thing that everyone's heard of. Yeah. And and by the way, I don't really care that much, but I'm so kind of flustered. I was not prepared. You kind of hard worked out the situation. I was. <laughs> I was not prepared that cottage cheese would be such a would be such a deal breaker. And so he goes to the kitchen. He comes back, and he was just like. I mean, we can give you feta. And I'm like, how do you have Greek feta. cheese, yeah, but yeah. you've never heard of cottage yeah. cheese? We have this monster that's really good. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. Wow. So you, they never figured it out. What did no. Seth say about that? Did he? Uh... Nothing. I, I just we, we just sort of let it go. But afterwards, emailed him and I was like, you know, I feel like just as a joke going back and, and having a bunch of people with signs dressed up like farmers, like, why do you hate cottage cheese? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was a, but it's just, there are so many things that we just take for granted that you never actually think, what is that thing? What is that thing? And so I was, I actually had to look up cottage cheese on Wikipedia. It is a curd. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a it is a, it is a dairy byproduct. It is a curd, mm. uh, but it is not really it is not cheese in the traditional sense. And you can eat shit tons of that on the diet. It's gr- yeah. it's great. That's great. Yeah, it it can get old real fast. Um, this is Chris Hardwick for the Cottage Cheese Council reminding you, <laughs> cottage cheese it's a thing. It's a Latino thing. guy at diner. <laughs> By the way, I apologize for doing a Latino guy accent. That is how he sounded to me. I was merely retelling a story. I was not trying to be derisive. In fairness, it in was any Martin. way or shape or form, he's like what is that? No, Jonah, that. you, you, yeah. <laughs> Our sound guy Marcos loves what I do. The Chicles kid. Chicles. Yes. When you go to T, if you ever, I went to Tijuana one time. Got in a horrible car accident afterwards. Terrible story. Anyway. Uh, That's uh, Montezuma's uh, revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just thought it was diarrhea. No, no, no. no you no. get a horrible car accident. Yeah, you crack like your spine. You get, you get cla- glass in your forehead. Yeah, yeah. There's just a little kid running over there like, you would like to buy some chicles? Yeah. The you shittiest like- the shittiest gum. You you would like you would like chicle? It's a it's worse than the gum you get in baseball cards from 1985. But clear. I chewed uh, just tried one like uh 87 pack. I bought one at Meltdown. Gaston had them. Yeah, and I was like, I'll try the gum. Awful. Yeah. Like, Did it cut your mouth open? Bad idea. Those yeah. kids are so it's like they seem old. weirdly demonic though in a weird way. It's like Chicle. like Mexican ring. Siete yeah. dias. 
<laughs> village of the damned. Yeah, sí. It's the village of, village of the damned. <laughs> damned. Anyway, so uh, that was a fun cottage cheese. Do you guys have any cottage cheese related story? Why is he all of a sudden making the podcast about cottage cheese? Are you starting another a new podcast where it's just about it's just like the nerdist cheese? Yep, cottage cheese. Today on the cheese, cheese nerd Frank. Yep, cheese nerd Frank. <laughs> cheese nerd Frank. We could have a fucking. We, we could, could have, have a cheese, cheese nerd. nerd I know. I got you know because we've launched all these other podcasts and and sex nerd Sandra uh, has her podcast and I got a couple responses people that are like. No such thing as a sex nerd, and I'm like, hey, well, you know, maybe as a nerd, you shouldn't be judgmental. That's part of what you're not supposed to do. Yeah, dickwad. Is it? Nerds are very judgmental. Nerds are the most judgmental. I don't mean. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. I mean, um, open minded about about what people are into. And if you know Sandra Darty, you know if if you know Sandra Darty, you know that she is super nerdy and. You can you can be very nerdy about the science of of, of, of sex and education biology and biology, and, which and, which she is. It's a science and chemistry and a bit of an art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to massage your area like fine your area today. Area. Massage no, your just area. the one. Just the one. Today is all about Latino accents e cottage queso. I was looking. I was really hoping there was going to be a Ricardo Montalban reference in the new Planet of the Apes. Oh, I didn't see it. See it. It's I'm so it fucking good. Seeing it tonight. It's it is so good. good. Now, see, I said I thought it was going to be good, and you guys were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Jody, do you be the best? Yeah, I think that was me. Oh, it was you. Let me, let me, let me turn my hose Thank you. of derision. Yeah, hey, I'm Matt Meyer. I don't think it's going to be a good movie. Yeah. Where all um, the apes come from. Where and there is, actually, uh, you. someone online told you that like there was a huge gorilla uh, sanctuary of some sort. Great. There's also millions of people in San Francisco. Yeah. I'll let you know after I see it tonight. Wait, I don't understand what that like, means. You know, yeah, there say, are millions. So of you're, wor- you're so you're let's say an ape has the strength of I don't know five men. Yeah, we easily outnumber them. We could have like ten guys on one ape. Well, we um, also have like yeah, but we who, also who are those ten guys? The police force. But we also have like, the police force. Yeah, yeah the, the, who are ready? The ape task force that are ready at a moment's notice to shotguns. take on the. Well, then you're watch bringing the fucking movie. To light. Watch the movie. Maybe we need watch an the movie. Don't bring up things that don't make sense until you see the movie. This is true. You have to watch the movie and then you can come back and then complain come about with it. your plot holes. Next week, guys, I'll be here. <laughs> it's a great movie, and I'm a big fan of the original uh, series. Like I remember when uh, AMC used to show them. For back the to front. record, I think it looks good. Yeah. Okay. Duly noted. Oof. Could you read that back? Hey. Um, for the record, I think it looks very good. All right, we got it. All right, thank good. you, podcast stenographer. <laughs> we got it all down. Can we get one of those? Uh, that would be really sweet. <laughs> but there's a lot of references to the old movies uh, that'll keep the uh, you know the old folk happy. Do they reference them? Hey, do they, do they reference it like this? Hey, ever see those Planet of the Apes movies? Look out, apes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, they're uh, actually I forget. John Daly had a blog post talking about how p- some people are upset that they the oh they live in a world where those movies didn't exist. <laughs> like, come I on. Always, I always do wonder about that sort of stuff, though. Eh. Like, where Back to the Future lives in a universe where Back to the, the Future, Future doesn't yeah. exist. Like, something, like a movie that is so culturally pervasive. Well, that has been well, touched on with uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Yes. Uh, which is uh, the story. Which we've talked about before, which yeah. I think was a really cool idea. A really cool idea. It's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. got a little it's Heather Loggenkamp back. Yeah. yeah. Back little, up in there. That kid that was on Full House a bunch. Yep. And also played the kid in uh, The Shining, the TV version. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm I'm very excited to see Planet of the Apes when I yeah. actually can go see a movie. It is good though. It's uh, it's like you know, s- subtle references to all the old movies. Some not so subtle, which I didn't appreciate it. But like you know, certain names are there. You know, like like stuff like there's a name named Bright Eyes, and Bright Eyes was a name 
that they gave Charlton Heston's character Taylor in the uh, in the first one. Also, oh, so that's who Bonnie Tyler was referencing in the song uh, "Total Eclipse of the Heart." <laughs> yeah, movie, exactly. And that's around Brian. Yeah. Is NASA getting ready to send people out on a deep space mission in the movie? Oh, uh, yeah. Awesome. Yes, yes. There's like there's a, there's everything. And, and there's even like real winky ones where it's like there's an ape putting together a uh, a puzzle of the Statue of Liberty, but it's like half done. Oh, you know, that's genius! There's, yeah, there's like cute stuff like that. Is there, you is know? there, does anyone just kind of casually tell off like, ah, I mean, damn dirty apes? Are um, we talking about it too much? Okay, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. okay. We're talking about too much. That's like one of my points of contention. Okay. Um, uh, well, then, then I, I, will, I will go see it. I will go well, see it on my many travels. Yeah, and then week. there was a there was a trailer for a really like artsy, um, drivey action movie called a uh, Drive. I think it like uh, with a uh, <laughs> wait. So drivey, it's a drivey movie. <laughs> I think it's called Drive. It's like, you know, racing this guy who's like a getaway car driver, but then gets mixed up with these people. But Albert Brooks is in it. What? Um, and uh, it, like, it's like this beautifully shot. Um, How does like, a getaway action car driver get It looks mixed like, up? It could, like it could either be like, you know, if they threw Nicolas Cage in it, it would be a ridiculous farce of a movie that everyone would laugh at. Like, like Drive Angry? Yeah, but like it's this different thing that looks gorgeous. And uh, it's, um, but I think it's called Drive, but it won like it won a big award at Cannes. Did it win yeah. some Palm Award? They yeah, always, they the always win Award. Palm Awards. Yeah, 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 I see the little reef. But, it, but it's like this action movie about a getaway driver. I, I always get slightly irritated by by DVD covers or like posters that put the wreaths on there. But when you read it really closely, it's like uh, oh, yeah. Dublin, Palm- Nebraska Film Festival. You're yeah, like, exactly. oh, you can't put the wreath around that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can really only put the wreath around like maybe five festivals. You can't. You can't just any old festival throw fucking wreaths around there. <laughs> That ain't right. That ain't right. That ain't right. We got to get Albert Brooks on this podcast. Yeah, I have tried do. and tried tweeted him, and he has tweeted me back, but uh, skillfully uh, dodged. I, wh- I, I'm going to start a campaign. Do it. I'm going to spend millions of dollars. <laughs> Let's just send the farmers with the cottage cheese signs over to his house. Right. Put the signs over. We'll take any of the Brooks, really. Albert Brooks, Mel Brooks, Max Brooks, any of the Brooks want to come. James L. Brooks, any of yep. those guys, if they all want to come on at once. Dave Osborne. Yeah. Brooks brothers. That's well, a, it's an Einstein brother. They're brothers. That's an Einstein brother, technically. It's Albert Brooks's brother, so it yeah, works, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Albert yeah. Einstein. Both of them. We'll take both of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what are you guys up to this week? What did we do? You're about I, to finish I, your job. We had birthdays since the last podcast. Yeah, oh, yeah it was my yeah. birthday. We had a, you guys do seem more I, mature. Oh, you know what? I got to go pet a fucking penguin. Oh my god! Yeah. I saw the pictures of that. That was incredible. Yeah, yeah thanks to the lovely uh, love of my lovely life, Deanna. Like uh, she, um, she found that at SeaWorld San Diego, you could uh, go on a guided tour through the penguin exhibit, and I, they brought in a penguin and they put him on the thing, and then you got to pet his back, and uh-huh. it felt like a like a wet wiener dog. It was awesome. <laughs> Oh my god, that must have blown your mind. Yeah, it was really awesome. It was everything I wanted it to be. Now, do you feel like penguins are the um, the avian wiener dogs? Yeah, actually, I, I, I've, I've said that in my I think my act before, where I was like I said like uh, a wiener. My favorite animal is a, a penguin. You can't get that, so that's why I, I like wiener dogs. It's just a, it's just like a penguin that fell forward. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but they won't. Uh, a, a wiener dog won't walk with its young. Between its feet. Yeah, but that's only the emperor penguin. Oh, not the jackass penguin. Uh, yeah. What are some of the behavior characteristics of the jackass penguin? Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> Case closed. Uh, whoa, 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 sorry, whoa. I turned him down. You turned me way up. Oh, there you go. Enjoy that's that. why I reacted. That'll yeah, help yeah. the old tinnitus. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing helps the ear ring like louder noise. Do you not want the headphones? I, they're too fucking hot. I'm very warm right now. 
What you mean? Like they're they're not hot sound wise. You mean like yeah, I'm sweating. It's hot. I'm hot. Maybe I have a fever. I don't know. Are you sick? No, I don't feel sick. Except that I'm hot. Well, you, just, well, you look fat. like shit. You're smoking again, though. Yeah. Oh shit, that's right. Is that gonna make me hotter? Well, it's just not good for you, Matthew. This is true. It's just not good this for is you. True. I'm winding it down, though. I'm winding it down. You gotta. You gotta. By September, I hope to be done completely. Mm. But I had to get. Yeah. I had to stop. Did I ever tell my quit smoking story on the podcast? I don't know. Go for it. I don't know. I had quit many times over the years. Now it's been ages. But um, I had uh, I had quit smoking, and then I quit drinking in 2003. So then I started smoking because I'm like, well, I got to be obsessive about something. Yeah. Destructive. I started smoking. And after a couple months, I'm at the Improv on Melrose one night, and our uh, comedian pal, Duncan Trussell, hilarious comedian, who does the Lavender Hour podcast with Natasha Leggero. Great comedian. Um, Duncan, uh, we were talking, and Duncan's morose. Yes. and But in a wonderful way. Yeah. And he was like, why are you smoking, man? It's just the worst thing you can do. <laughs> and he, he started, he went, he went through and explained in detail, do you know what happens when, when, uh, when cancer starts eating your body? Like, he just went through this whole thing, and by the time he was done with his spiel... I literally had this pack of cigarettes and I threw them in a trash can and never smoked again. Yep. Cut to three years later, I'm at a party. I see fucking Duncan Trussell with a cigarette in his hand. I'm like, you told me. Yeah. That's and how he was morose. like, I know, man, I know. That's how morose he is, though. He just like, He's a kind of a nihilist about a lot of <laughs> he things. He knows what's going on and yeah. he does it anyway. Fuck it, right, man? <laughs> he's so funny. I love him. He, he performed on my birthday show. Yeah, he was week. on the birthday he show. So much killed. fun. Ron you know, Funch is fucking Ron Funch is killed. Yeah, his love fucking him. set on Conan was amazing. Uh, that was so good. I did not I want love to follow him. <laughs> yeah, he's he's so fucking adorable and good. And that was and that was like his powerhouse set. That was his set for Conan. Yeah, you know? that was great. It was fun. Um, did, did you do the? Did they do the Conan showcase? That's next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's neat, huh? That they're doing a Conan showcase at Meltdown. That's yeah, yeah, be awesome. Because uh, I feel like there's just not that much stand up on television anymore. So it's nice to see. It sort of coming back a little bit on yeah. the talk yeah, shows. Yeah, same night I'm doing a Lopez uh, show. Oh, oh man, no, Matt, it's, uh, no, it's no. good. It's, it's booked. I'm ready. No, I'm Matt, it's not. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's all right, be great. Sure, no, yeah. Sure, just let him have it. Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll let him have. Yeah, this. it's gonna be great. Yay! Um, I did a uh, the get up on this podcast with Jensen Cart from uh, Gallery 1988. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. He has a new podcast on Kevin's network, Kevin Smith's network. And uh, he just like he had me on. It's just called "Get Up on This," and it's just like about like stuff you think is gonna about to blow up, right? And it was it was a lot of fun. Do you mean uh, like detonate or <laughs> about to uh, uh, about to like you know fucking get heard? Fucking get you herded like cattle. You heard hard. You heard hard. A lot of hip hop talk. I don't understand. Uh, but that's a that was a fun podcast. Is it good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. I love Gallery 1988. Yeah, he's a good dude. Those dudes, those dudes pulling some good freaking. Ar- their artists are. They have a wireless network thanks to me. The LA. Oh, that's right. We did our uh, Sarah Silverman episode there. Yes, of course. Not realizing uh, it's all Echo-y. hard surfaces. Yeah. It's all concrete and windows. Yeah, you know that old saying. Ah, it's all <laughs> concrete and windows. <laughs> so don't record there. Yeah, but uh, we did it anyway. Greta got me for my birthday a uh, an original uh, Wrath of Khan poster. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's Badass. Awesome. Ricardo Montalban's pecs look amazing in paintings. They really in do. Uh, but don't ask him about cottage cheese. <laughs> Tell me um, a little bit about the 
ridiculous cake that I missed you because missed I left early. The, uh, pumple cake. Pumple cake. That thing confused uh, my body. Yeah. Uh, uh, my friends uh, Jen and Sasha, they made me a pumple cake, which is, again, I will explain it to the listeners. It's a pumpkin pie baked into a chocolate cake and then an apple pie baked into a vanilla cake. And then the whole thing is frosted. I ha- I got through half a slice. So it's it's t- it's two, two cakes, cakes on top of each with, other, and with there's a pie in each one. Yes. So it's two cakes and two pies <laughs> with frosting, <laughs> with frosting. Yeah. held together with frosting, held together with frosting, glued glued. That's uh, it was epic. that's the joint compound that holds it, it all like, together. I just wanted to try it. You know, it, I didn't know that I would love it or hate it. Now I you you estimated that there were eighteen hundred calories per slice. That is not an estimate. That is a factual thing from the one that they make in uh, Philadelphia, the bakery in Philadelphia where it came from. Well, didn't, I mean, where the idea came from. Uh, that should be attached to a hospital. Well, I got I took a huge slice, and I could literally only get through half of it. Like, it was so rich. It didn't blend well yeah. together like you Weird think flavors. it would. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just different tastes. Different yeah. tastes. None of them blended together. But each, you know, mind you, the cake was good. The pie was good. The, you know, both pies were good. The cake was good. The pie was good. The cake was good. The pie was good. The cake was good. The pie was good. Right? We got him. There's a cake that's good. The pie is good. The cake is good. The pie is good. The cake is good. And the pie is good. But altogether, I don't know if it's a great thing. Apparently, they'll change it up for the summer, like the summer they have cranberries, cranberry pie, and peach pie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, that's going to be great for a new show, The Facts of Pie. <laughs> Which actually could be a mathematical show for yeah, all I was you know. Say, yeah, I'll yeah. Watch that. Unless you change the name to The Fats of Pie, which is just two fat hosts yep. uh, show about pie. <laughs> Have you seen that new show on the Food Network called Heat Seekers, where these two guys just go around eating really spicy food? Really? That's the whole premise of the show. Mm. Not the best thing. That is a two sentence pitch. <laughs> <laughs> At most. Yeah. We get two ethnic guys and we send them out eating spicy things. And the yeah, end. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Right. It's gonna be a half hour. <laughs> I haven't watched TV in ages. I've not I, uh, watched TV. I in just happen ages. to see commercials for television when I because I forget I'm watching DVR programming and I sort of just let the commercials play. Yeah. Otherwise, I wouldn't know what was on television other than what I want to watch. Hmm. Which I wa- I watch Restaurant Impossible a lot. Have you ever seen Restaurant Impossible? No. No. Here's <laughs> a restaurant. Should you choose to accept it? Yes. Yeah. He's got ten thousand dollars in two days to turn the restaurant around. Does the owner Forks, does the owner dress hey, up like Forks, does the Forks. owner have a uh, a Philip Seymour Hoffman mask and voice modulator? Yeah. <laughs> and then they blow up a Ferrari in front of the That uh the new one looks really good. I'm sure it's gonna be really good. Brad Bird. Yeah, how could Brad freaking Brad Bird? Come on. It's so yeah. weird though. The, the, his first this is his first live action directorial debut. As far as I know, yeah. And it's a fucking huge Action movie. Well, well but he's but his so movies have, have with, been so massive. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah. And and you mean like <laughs> just like uh, like action wise? Like, yeah. yeah, I guess like in the end, you are just kind of storyboarding out yeah. action sequences when yeah. he's doing all his animation yeah. stuff. So yeah, and Incredibles is so good. So yeah, Incredibles good. is great. Uh, but the stunts that fucking Tom Cruise does, they're insane. He's gonna die. Tom Cruise will die. One can hope. One, one can only hope. I feel like Tom Cruise might fake his death at some point. You yeah. Think so I don't know if he'll want to be an old guy in oh. public. He might fake his death at some point. Interesting theory. I like it. Yeah. And he might, I'm just saying, have an organization that would help him do that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I'm not casting any aspersions at Listen, anyone. He looks yeah, great he's gonna... for being 50. He looks phenomenal. Yeah, he's really He's He really looks good. phenomenal. Hugh Grant's 51. Really? Yeah, it's weird. People are getting old. Poor Hugh Grant. <laughs> Poor Hugh Grant. Hugh, Hugh Grant took down News Corp. 
That is that was so genius. <laughs> what? You didn't hear the story? Hugh Grant? Yeah, that was him. He started the whole thing. He recorded where the someone told him that they had recorded oh, shit. his tapped into his phone. Yeah. Oh, I just I think I he read He set that. a guy up, right? He like yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like, "Oh yeah, yeah I'm, you know, uh, he set a guy up yep. at a bar or something." Yep. And Holy he went. Shit. He went up and met with the guy, and the guy just started spilling about it. And, and he was, and Hugh Grant was wired yep. <laughs> on his own accord. Or did like it was this no, he working yeah. with? No, he wasn't working with anybody, was he? I don't know. I like to imagine he wasn't. I like to imagine that Hugh Grant is like a Chuck Barris style yeah. operative. <laughs> I like the fact that he would go back to Elizabeth Hurley and go, "Is it okay now?" <laughs> I brought down. I brought news down Corp. Evil Corp. Is it all right that thing I did that time? Is it cool now that I? Had with the her. I mean, come on, come with on. With the him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing a. Uh, I've been playing some Xbox lately. What are you playing? I was playing Portal Two, which I love. Nice. Um, and then started playing this Japanese import game called Catherine, which Can is. Do you a, have a Japanese import game? Yes. That's weird. Well, it is. It Usually is. You just think of import singles from Japan. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a weird. It's very bizarre. It's super trippy, and it it all actually weirdly has to do with relationships. Like the 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 cornerstone, the the basic premise is about a relationship between a guy and his girlfriend. Oh wow! So something that has to do with the relationship between a guy and a girlfriend that came out of Japan is weird and trippy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> People turn into sheep, and you're jumping yeah. up, and it's very weird. You must steal her panties to make sure <laughs> place the crystal in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's okay. It's That's my a, first time. It's okay. It's my first time. Yeah. You know what we should do just for fun? We should make like we should make a tentacle rape PSA. Like about how it's wrong. <laughs> about how it's wrong. How is it wrong? Whoa. <laughs> well, hang on a sec. I gotta think about that. Um, cottage cheese. It's cottage. <laughs> Gross. Casa queso. Casa queso, you guys. Um, Casa queso. You know what I've been thinking about is how weird it's gonna That's be. That's a friggin' band name if I've ever heard Casa, Casa Queso. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Casa Queso is my Yola Tango cover band. Boom. Bam. Shaboom. Paul and Storm shout out. <laughs> but uh, I've been thinking about how weird it's going to be having weekends, like having a Saturday and Sunday off. Have a weekend. It's going to be very much like having the other two days off. Yeah. Yeah, but I, not consecutive. You know what I You've mean? had them before, though. Right? Well, now you can go places. Now you can afford to take Greta on trips That's and vacations. Weird. No, it's good. It's good, man. I don't know. I don't know. Take anyway. her to Santa Barbara for a weekend. No, I'd go up to, we'd go up to Seattle, I think. Really? Let's go see your parents. No, 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 no. no. You can't there. go see anyone's parents. You have to take her away on a romantic to, vacation. Right. But mind you, she's still tethered to the fruit stand. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, got to break her out of there. Yeah, we'll try. Um, but yeah, no. So that's that's weird. My dad's still not talking to me, too. Really? Seriously? Seriously. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I literally was on the phone with uh, my mother, and I said, uh, is dad around? She's like, yeah, he's right next to me. And I was like, does he not want to talk to me? And she's like, no, he doesn't. Oh, <laughs> mad. What are we going to do to fix this relationship? I don't know. I don't really know. Do you want to apologize to him on the podcast? Uh, I would like to if I knew what I was apologizing for. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you serious? No, listen no, back to the not, episode. It's not what you think. It's not what you're, you think. You're it's dis- not what you think. Jonah, well, you're, you're disgusted solar. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just listen back to the goddamn episode. <laughs> it was the story about my brother. It wasn't It wasn't that I said that the McDonald's were my real family. No, we, we mentioned that as well. Yeah, but no, that was it. And I, that I, I can't really... 
Why, why would I apologize for that? Because maybe your dad's sensitive about the fact that your brother's not doing maybe as well as you or in, well as, in life that? as he would want his son to do. Yeah. And maybe he's <laughs> like he doesn't like the fact that the other son... Oh, my son... God, just listen to the show. <laughs> listen to this show. Listen, like I, I have an older brother. Listen, Dad. I don't know. I have an older brother that my parents still help out, like in, in you know, support a lot. And I know they're kind of sensitive about it. Well, I okay. They I wouldn't want I, me telling. I wish you know. I had been more sensitive to that, and I wish I had not said that. Yeah, um, Dad, I'm sorry for saying that. Fortunately, he's probably not listening because he doesn't can't stand your I'm voice sure right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. But he's a big fan of mine. Yeah, no, he's a big Jonah so, fan. So, like, I'm sure he's, <laughs> he's listening. Team, he's yeah. Team Jonah. He's gonna send you a fucking picture of a Team Jonah he's shirt. Got a team Jonah T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Families are hard. Families Families are are complicated. You love your parents a lot, and yet sometimes, and and there's just something weird about like. This is the first time I felt like an adult. Like this whole, just this whole year, and then me not talking to my dad makes me feel more like an adult. Really? Yeah. Dressing up dead bodies still made you feel like a kid? Yeah. Weird. That's what we did when we were kids in high school. We were like, let's go dress this dead guy. Unbelievable. That's true. It's just like Halloween. It's like Halloween every day, but with more formaldehyde. You know what the weirdest? And everyone's dressed as a guy going to church. Yeah. The weird, the, the the weird moment in your life is when you get to a certain age and you realize, like, my parents were just people who fucked each other and had a kid, and that's it. They were just people. That happened to me yeah. when I got my birth certificate, a copy of it, and it said that my dad was thirty-two years old and was an electronics technician. Yep. And I was like, oh. I'm an electronics technician. I'm already way older than my parents were when they had me. I can't raise it. Yeah. And I'm not I'm older than my mom, younger than my dad when he had me. My parents were eight. Your dad had you? My dad had me. Like yeah. a seahorse? Yeah. He, uh he sp- he pushed out a bunch of me, little little me. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that survived. Oh. Yeah. It's real sad. You know, that's a <laughs> And then people buy me and then they put me in a tank and they realize I need a different kind of water and I die. You know what's fun about seahorses is that they can say to each other, Oh, Oh, he has his father's vagina. <laughs> I got Nick. Yeah, yeah. I got Nick. Every time you say vagina, I joke with the vagina. There. Yeah, that's gone, true. Man. This is the, uh, that's the Nick. Yeah. Hop on the mic there, Nick. Yeah, I'm. Uh, you got your kid. With you got you. your son with you. I got today. my son with me. Hey, what's up, man? Say hi. Hi. Nice. <laughs> what, nice. What, what is your name? Uh, Nick. Oh, you're also Nick. Yeah. Yeah. We got the Knicks. Wow. Oh, no, my God, you Nick guys. Nick Jr. Nick Jr. Yeah. Nick Jr. Snick. Yeah, Snick. No, I like... Uh, it's the grandfather. Breakfast with yeah. the Knicks. Like, that's a... That's a <laughs> that is a radio show. Nick, uh, Nick, younger Nick, uh, you're quite an artist. And yeah. uh, you've, you are a huge Doctor Who fan. And I want to compliment you on your, uh, tenth do- your 11th Doctor drawing that I saw the last time we were in here. It was really kick-ass. Thank you. Can yeah. people see your stuff online anywhere? Um, yeah, I haven't posted that one yet, though. Okay, but where can they go to, to see your work? Um, DeviantArt. DeviantArt, Cartoon Nick 3, you know. Oh, you're on oh, DeviantArt. Nice, there Sweet. you go. That's yeah. awesome. How old, how old are you? Uh, 14 and a half. Nice. Nice. 14 and a half. You listen to all these, yeah, yeah. these old people talking about their crappy issues. Oh, you get, you're going to get to a certain age, uh, Nick, where uh, you hold on to like uh, the age you are until the bitter end of the last day <laughs> of that year. It's now, like, I know um, you want to be older, Nick, because you probably yeah. want to drive and you want to be able to vote and you want to be able to drink and you want to be able to do all those things. But then at a certain point, like you spend so much of your young life going, I want to be older, I want to be older. And all of a sudden you're like, ah, slow down, slow yeah, down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was 27 until 9, 6. 
16 p.m. on August 5th. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when do you stop saying and a half? What, what, I mean, when we were all kids, we always said that and a half. When did we all just 16 say? 16 and a half. I think it, that's when you get your driver's I think license. you should start doing it again when you're in your 30s and you're like, I'm 30 and a half. 30 and a half, yeah. <laughs> or, 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 start, or start measuring in months. You know, like, yeah, yeah I yeah. turned 360 months today. Yeah. You're just oh. like, like toddlers. <laughs> yeah, 371 months, you guys. <laughs> That's some good math you're doing. Some good math. He's really smart. I think he yeah. majored in math or something. I don't know. Maybe I um, Yeah, but uh, you're, is it, have you just been bringing him to work all week? Yeah, he's, yeah. Uh, he's back to school next week. Wow. Yeah. What grade? Are you freshman? Uh, sophomore. sophomore. Sophomore, yeah. That's, uh, that's when everything changed. Now, are you going to, do you haze the freshmen when they come in? Like, give them a hard time? <laughs> I like haze. Well, hey, haze, like, do you harass the freshmen? When they come in, because you're like, ah, oh, fresh man, and you throw, yeah, like, cottage cheese at them. You, you know what cottage <laughs> cheese is, right, Nick? <laughs> you know Did I wake up in some weird Twilight Zone universe where no one knows what cottage cheese is? There's a whole case of it at the, 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 at the grocery store, right? Yes. Well, you Nick, hate, you know what cottage, cheese, what cottage is. cheese is. Oh, thank God. I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> I thought it was one of those weird Twilight Zone episodes where just one thing changes, and I can't wrap my brain around it. Casa de queso. Yes, yes, Casa de queso. Really pays attention, this one. Yeah, he really is. And that is what's so amazing about, about Nick is that he's got one, two, three, four, six monitors there. He's monitoring all the news of everything, and, and still he's absorbing stuff that we're saying. Well, yeah. You notice I, I had enough. I turned everything off. I just wanted to sit and listen. Oh, oh that's so nice. The stock market, I'm done with it, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. As is the world. <laughs> <As> the world. <laughs> it seems like everyone has shut off the stock yeah. market. <laughs> well, that's not a thing that's going to work out. Do you know? Do you guys know how rich Forrest Gump would be after all that Lieutenant Dan bought all that Apple stock? Yeah, you know how rich Lieutenant Dan would be. Uh, That's a good point. Well, not rich in legs. (laughs) No, he's very legs legs poor. He's very leg poor. It's like that old saying, you know, bank rich, uh, leg leg poor. poor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apple rich, leg poor. (laughs) He is a he. I mean, listen, the guy. He has a lot of money and a lot of heart. But he's very impoverished when feet are involved. Yes, exactly. Very impoverished uh, <laughs> when that's going on. He'll never be a step ahead of the rest. I mean, come on. Uh, I mean. Jonah, that joke doesn't have a leg to stand on. Matt, <laughs> um, turning back to business in hand yeah, as no. I stall. So, Dad, I'm sorry. Well, here's Nick's a father. Yes, Nick's, Nick's a dad. Uh, how can Matthew fix this uh, clearly effed up relationship with his father? Which is weird because me and my dad were always super tight and did everything together. Well, well until you insulted his other son. And okay, did you, so, is that what it so, was? Do you think it's because he's sensitive about the, su- the other son? Oh, because oh, we have a brother. My dad's weird. Though. Oh, okay. Matthew has a brother, and Matthew kind of ripped on him a couple, maybe like a month ago. For the record, I love my brother, too. Okay, yeah. you ripped on him in front of your dad. No, he ripped on, on in front the of podcast. the world on the oh, podcast, here. and oh, his dad yeah. heard it. Okay, well, then there's, there's no so excuse. It'll take a little while, right? It's going to take a little while. Right. I can understand if it was you know, Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas dinner, sure. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But... You know, in you know the national, international. I forget scene. That I'm not Send him a fruit basket. Send him a fruit basket. <laughs> so that's when it went south. Yeah. Well, yes, apparently. And no, no build up up until then. No, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, just a tweet. That so how did it. you how did you diss him? What did you say? About I had I just I told a story about my brother uh, purchasing some uh, marijuana and then not being able to afford oil for his truck. And then uh, well, hell, I'm reopening gonna, the wounds. Re-opening. I just told the story again. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to him anymore either. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what we're saying, Nick, is um, 
If you have some room, uh, maybe you could be Matt's new dad. <laughs> not with that. Not making it better for Matt's situation. Not with that. He's heard you too many times. Yeah. Too. I like no. your brother a lot better. <laughs> And I never met him. So oh. do they. Oh, Maddie, <laughs> so Maddie. That's all right. Anyway. Listen, you you know what? You've had a lot of career upgrades recently. You can yeah. send them gifts. It is possible to purchase love from people. I can? Perfect. <laughs> yeah, your dad loves electronics. So, you know, you're going to you're reviewing electronics. Right, I'm getting you that new dress you wanted. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but, yeah. So, anyway, dad, sorry. Yeah. Listen. We love you, Dad. Yeah, yeah, me too. I love you. <laughs> it's like one of the best. We love you too. It's one of the best Will Ferrell lines. Like, like the way he just said it in a in a old school. And when he's at his wedding, and he's yeah. just like, "Hey, his dad is here. That's awesome." He's just like, "I love you, Dad." <laughs> <Just like, laughs> which is like something I feel I've said in a drunken moment near my dad. Just like, "No, don't show it. I love you, Dad." Oh, oh it got out. Here's another beer. It just got out. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I told my dad I loved him. I got to see him on his 70th birthday. That's really cool. That was nice. Listen, I would say it every time I hung out the phone with him. But now he doesn't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you could look at it this way. Yes. Your mom is your mom. Yeah. Because she's your mom. Right. But your dad is your dad because your mom tells you that he's your dad. (laughs) 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 Fair enough. Wow. Yeah, that was know. words of wisdom with the Knicks. <laughs> the Knicks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, there you go. There you have it. That's really awesome. That's uh that's a definition from the Nictionary. Hey. hey. Nope. Too jokey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Uh I'm looking for Clemens. No one's doing good ones anymore. Oh, I've got some. You got some? Yeah, Here's yeah. one really quick one. Uh, hey, guys, listen to the podcast a lot. I have a question. Is there a zombie s- survival guide or any information about zombies? Try well, Googling Max, Max Brooks. Yeah, try Googling Zombie Survival Guide and you'll find a book called Zombie Survival Guide by Max Brooks. That was very Norm MacDonald of you. Zombie sur- yeah. Hey, look up Zombie hey, Survival Guide hey, and you'll hey, find hey. Zombie Survival Guide. Hey, crazy zombie guy for me. Hey, <laughs> Mean Streets if you're a zombie in a cardigan. <laughs> hey, look at all this. Hey, that. Hey, what's that guy doing? What's that guy doing? A Norm MacDonald impersonation? <laughs> what's that guy doing? Right there. Oh, that's funny. Could you please interview H. John Benjamin? I love all the yes. work he does in you know, Archer. We, they, we, um, Me too. They, we were going to have John on, but it's, he doesn't live here. Yeah, and so right. there was a very small window that he was in L.A. and I was out of town, so we couldn't do it. But we will eventually uh, have, have John, John Benjamin I on. I love that dude. Also, uh, Wyatt Sinek going to be coming to town. Yep. We'll get to have Wyatt Sinek from The Daily Show. Yep. Old buddy of ours. All right, here we go. Uh, this one is from Rain Pollock. With a question. Uh, or not a comment? And a question. It's a comment? It's a, a question? Comment. It's a question. No, it's a question. But is it a comment? It's also a comment. It's a so question. It's, it's a, a comment. comment. It's a comment. I love you, comments. I love you, comments. Uh, okay, Big C, Myra Bowie, and Hipster Jonah. <laughs> By the way. Um, Jonas, I saw, was the new one they're giving you. just because. <laughs> that's just like a misspelling. I know. <laughs> it's because of Todd, who apologized again last night. I think it might be Twitter user uh, The One True Bix. Or if it wasn't. Someone with a similar avatar <laughs> said to me on Twitter, Big C is you. The Big C is cancer. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. Oh, there you go, buddy. Oh, wait. So now you like it? No, I still don't like it. All right, good. All right. That's what makes a nickname. 
I started listening to the podcast a couple months ago. I've been burning through the backlog at an, alar- at an alarming rate. You better slow down. <laughs> this rate is alarming. You're going to run out of podcasts. Yes, yeah, we're, we're one podcast family. You're going to burn out of... You can't start one podcast. Uh, are the Knicks leaving? Yeah, it's time for a smoke. You didn't like my no. Kevin Meany? I think he's way too young to be smoking, <laughs> yeah, Nick. Uh, no. <laughs> no, actually, it's happy hour across the street. So. Oh, he's, oh, he's wait. fine to get him yeah, drunk, but just don't know. No, no, it starts smoking. in three minutes. It's you got a minutes. little time. We're ready to go. All right. Yeah. Gentlemen, been right. nice to see, see you. Nick. Bye, Nick. See you, Nick. Okay, guys. If you ever want to draw pictures of us from the podcast, yeah, young Nick, you're welcome to do that. He'll do it. We'll post it on the blog. See you guys. Sweet. Bye, guys. Okay. Oh, uh, finally. Uh, <laughs> they can still hear you. <laughs> no, no. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, pocket- wow. I, I feel bad finding out he was 14 after I think I said the word come twice. Oh, we, we said a lot of bad things. Oh, but I, 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 he's, well, Nick Sr. was like, loves vagina jokes. Did I say sticky fuck flaps this time? Not this sticky time. Sticky right. fuck flaps. flaps. <laughs> Always make something funny when you repeat it back to the person slowly. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sticky <laughs> fuck flaps. All right. Um, bearing that alarming rate. I've never gone back to a podcast preview shows before. Nerdist, I always just started the latest one, blah, blah, blah. Very nice things are saying about us. My Zoom software, Don't Laugh, would download some older ones along with the latest episode. And every time I look at it, uh, it would be one awesome guest uh, after another. Anyway, your show's great. It'll be like, blah. a couple questions. One, I love funny music like Weird Al and Lonely Island. Mm-hmm. I'm even a big Bowling for Soup fan, yep. uh, even though I think that's, Myra said he does not enjoy that's them. correct. I was wondering, well, they're not going to be your father either. Well, it was funny uh, as I sent the, I insulted them to Vinny Rutherford, who like enjoys them thoroughly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was going to a concert. Oh, well, you still got hired. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering who is the best comedy, who are the best comedy bands uh, in your opinion? Okay. Get uh, Mike Furman's album first Mike Furman. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I have a new Mike Furman song that I'm going to play at the end of this podcast. Oh, great. Which is Mike, actually really, Mike really great. Did, uh, Mike did a parody of Woodstock, the, the Woodstock song that, uh, it, Crosby, Stills, and Nash made it popular. Yeah. It was actually written by Joni Mitchell, but she was dating Stephen Stills at the time, and so they covered it. Um, and her version is very folky, and theirs is very rock, rock-y. And so Furman wrote a, did one called Wootstock, which was all about the Wootstock culture oh, neat. Uh, for Paul and Storm and Will and Adam Savage. And uh, and Paul and Storm sang on it, and I sang on it, and Mike, Mike, Mike sang on it. And uh, it was so much fun, and uh, it, he just posted it. So it's, awesome. a, it's available now. I'll, I'll put it at the end of the, the the this episode, and then go buy it on iTunes and support Mike Furman. Yeah, it's yeah, ninety nine yeah. cents for the Wootstock. So. Uh, other fun, funny kind of music. Uh, Atom <clears throat> and his package. It's a guy from. The, it's a, he did a lot of stuff more in the uh, later nineties. Uh, but it's this guy out of Philly who was in punk bands and then just make, bought a sequencer and started making music after awesome. off of that. Any um, real funny, smart stuff. He's actually a professor now, uh, but like uh, his stuff is great. Atom and his package, okay. A-T-O-M. And then Paul and Storm, and then there's Molly Lewis. And Ray of course, Stevens. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> and then uh, fuck yourself. Because this person's going to go see Ahab oh, the Arab yeah, and be yeah, like, what the fuck did you no, send no, me no, to? Don't Reggie do Watts. Don't do uh, Reggie Watts, amazing. Reggie uh, Paul, and, Paul and Storm. Paul and Storm. Eli Storm. Braden. Eli Braden's great. A Flight of the Concords, of course. Yeah. Also, but go get Mike's album, and I challenge you not to have street meat stuck in your head. All the songs are yeah. super catchy. I love his iron, and I love. I think iron, he calls it irony. I think I think he calls it irony because with iron and wine, Mike always said, "Hey, uh, a little more irony, a little less whiny." Yeah. So he called it irony and whiny. Um, but uh, but the king of of musical comedy, in my opinion, is Tom Lehrer. You cannot yeah. go wrong with Tom Lehrer, the guy who was a math. a math professor. 
ultimately, but he attended Harvard at age 16. And yep. he, he had this guy had viral hits as albums in the 1940s. Like he would go in. He's an amazing pianist, record an album in a few hours and they would get passed around to all the colleges. Uh, and then Tom Lair in the 60s did. I think it was called uh, The Year That Was. But it was a series of, you know, he was a guy who would perfect a song, perform it live once, and then not perform it live again. Because he was like, well, everyone knows what the jokes are. So, but he's genius. Yeah, I mean, he was writing, well, he, he was, was writing, he was writing academic pot songs in the 1940s. That's awesome. He's awesome. Tom Lehrer, L-E-H-R-E-R. He also did um, all those uh, electric company songs like yep. L-Y and... Um, uh, who can turn a can into a cane? Silent E. Oh, okay. Who can turn a man into a man? <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's that's that that should that should keep you busy for a while. Here's a um, wait. This time wait, there's oh, more. Questions. Oh shit! Where do I get some hard and firm albums? Uh, iTunes. Uh, people release an album of that stuff. Yes, iTunes. Okay, number two, comic nerd sequels. Um, no, not gonna do that one. Any plans to put out Web Soup on Netflix? I have no plans to do anything with Web Soup. It's not my. I'm not NBC. Yeah, <laughs> I don't no, know what they're not, going to do with it. We just uh, we just f- show up when they say it's a go. It'll <laughs> go on the Hulu's. The Hulu's. Oh, actually, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? I, I will read this comic nerd sequels. What was worse, X Men: The Last Stand or Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Ooh, uh, I didn't see Crystal Skull. Well, I saw Crystal Skull and so I saw X Men: The Last Stand. Uh, X Men: The, the Last was movie, a mess. I, I liked it though. How no, after X Two? Like after X Two? How did you like it? How did you like like Angel jumping out of the fucking window and then like soaring over the Golden Gate Bridge? Oh, there are certainly parts of it and, that are and all the Phoenix know. stuff and then like uh, they why does he the ball, why does he set it up so well yeah, with the fucking movie before and, that? And, and, and you know like it's daytime yeah. and. Everyone has their fucking headlights on at the bridge. It was like that was just a shot that oh, they were trying are, to those get. Are daytime running lights. No, not all of the cars. Here, uh, you know, and here, and why does he fucking kill Phoenix? He's standing on a pile of mutant cure. He could have just <laughs> fucking cured her. He could have just made her not have powers. There was someone. I think uh, it was. A, it might have been the a- Onion AV Club uh, or Split Side or someone like did like a thing of like what the movie was supposed to be, and it was so much better. It was so much better because it was going to start off at the lake. Uh, where Phoenix died, yeah. or you know, where Jean, Jean Grey, yeah. uh, and it's just like it's like all like emptied out and corroded, and then there's all it's like it was supposed to, like the the original storyline was supposed to just go right off of X two, which I think is like the best one of the series. Yeah, X two was great. Yeah. Well, I uh, I just I enjoyed seeing like Beast and uh, Kelsey Grammer, Colossus. I thought Kelsey I enjoyed was just seeing him, but I could have seen that in a still like the yeah. mo- the movie. Was well, such a bummer it. to me for that's what they were trying the to get theater. off of though. That's what they were trying to get away with. Is just like they're just showing you too much stuff. Let's say, hey, there's Beast. Hey, there's this guy. Where the fuck did fucking Nightcrawler go? Colossus. Colossus was awesome. Oh my but god, he shows up. In how part could you? Two. Not, how could you not want to fucking punch the screen with expositional bullshit when they're in that fucking church and the one guy goes, "Oh, you're a classified mutant." Oh, and then and then fucking Magneto goes, "Oh, and you can tell the powers of other mutants." Like <laughs> you just fuck you might as well have just turned to the fucking camera and said that at the audience so you yeah. could get your exposition across. Yeah, it's so irritating. When when Colossus they had when Colossus had that like really quick moment in X2, that was fucking I remember yeah. everyone went crazy yeah, in the theater just I'm like I'm sorry, I just I nerd rage, nerd yeah, like, rage. Like, just and the, you the, haven't the, seen the the King of the Crystal Skull. I'm not seeing Crystal Skull. Yeah. Oh. I didn't hear awesome things, so I didn't. I you know, didn't it's, really... 
a lot of things are wrong with it. Even like the lighting in the first scene is just like, why is it so bright? You could see reflection. No, you could see it's fucking. You could tell it's lights. Oh, oh, okay. You can tell it's lights. I did. I did, however, see Shia LaBeouf working out at at my gym in jeans. But that's okay. That's fine. Well, why not work out in jeans? Bruiser. Why not work out in jeans? Uh, Um, I think Crystal Skull's worse than uh, Last Stand. But you like Last Stand, so your your opinion doesn't count. Did you really? Yeah. I didn't see that one either. He's young, Jonah. But what I liked wait, wait, about would you, Crystal would you Skull... Not see? No, I saw it. I saw both movies. Oh. But what I liked about Crystal Skull was just seeing Indiana Jones again. Those flashes of those moments of awesome Indiana Jones stuff. How does a person work out in jeans? I will say, Shia LaBeouf, great shape. Really good shape. Yeah, I bet. But how do you work out in denim? I see it. I see it. But you get super sweaty in denim, and then it like... You should go to the Koreatown 24-hour fitness. I'm not going to do that. Ever. Never. <laughs> it can't be that bad, right? Tell me what streets are on. I won't even go on those fucking streets. <laughs> You're on Ever. it right now. You are on You're the streets. Get me on the streets. I would never do it. You just go um, through the ceiling. Okay, this is from Eric Almdale. Teleporter or holodeck? We'd like holodeck. to hear your thoughts on the on- ongoing raging debate. Teleporter or holodeck? Also, what would be your primary use uh, for choice? First of all, Fucking. I would rather have a portal gun than either of those. But would That's your portal gun, form. would you know where your portal was coming out? You only you, you set it up. Oh, I see. I've never played Portal. Nah, so you can blow yourself. Okay. Like you shoot a portal at your face, and then, you, <laughs> and then one down below. I saw that in a cartoon video. I'm like, that's how you would use a portal. <laughs> um, teleporter or holodeck? Holodeck. I mean, you know what? I have to say teleporter. I, I Yes, because teleporter. you travel so much? You, well, yes, because teleporter actually has a, a practical use, and a holodeck is just like, it's go, it's just like going on the internet. Yeah, but what about the dangers of flies getting in with you into the teleporter? No, 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 no. I went in and told the computer to separate the DNA sequences so it wouldn't be confused and mash us together. Oh. Yeah. I learned the hard way, believe me. <laughs> First of all, does, my baboon turned itself inside out. I was like, something is not right here. How does Hardwick fly eat? Well, <laughs> oh, <laughs> well you know. Your mic's not on. Oh. Okay, it's holodeck. on. I'd have to say holodeck. Hardwick eats by uh, by vomiting cottage cheese. On yeah. Since I was a child, I've wanted a holodeck. Really? Since I was I would a do child, awesome things in there. Like what? I would like play a baseball game with the 2004 Red Sox. Like I'd make myself at first. But you base wouldn't really like be that. playing a baseball game yeah, with the 2004 the Red Sox. Yeah, you'd get into a weird mind space. I'd get the experience of it. It would be mm. interesting. It's I would, not like the holodeck. You know can what blow else I would you. Do? you can't touch them. They're ho- You can in the holodeck. You can. You can, you can actually touch physically them? touch everything. Yeah, you can interact with everything in the holodeck. Oh man, I would matter just... has matter has because uh, this. How do you not know that this? I don't. I guess I never. It just. I never thought about it. Yeah, the holodeck's not just images. It's literally I can touch this because the hollow emitters make the uh, matter have have uh, occupy physical space. Oh, this changes everything. Yeah, mm. so you can fuck bitches like crazy. Oh shit. Yeah, but you could fuck with a teleporter. You could fuck some. Why yeah, are we turning into like the fucking? Have, you'd have to have a relationship with this person. You can't just go fuck somebody with a teleporter. You could just go. You to... could. You could teleport and then fuck them and then teleport back out. Yeah, they'll never find you, rapist. No, I'm not. I don't mean. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. I wasn't talking about rape teleporter. I mean, you go have sex with someone and then you come home. Yeah, but they'd have to want to have sex with you. Yes, of course. Yeah, but so you can rape on the holodeck. Yes. Oh. Well, now who? Because you're not <laughs> raping anything. You're fucking. It's photons. You're raping light. <laughs> I want to rape light. That has matter. <laughs> but you can feel awesome. 
You just raped me. No, I raped. I raped, It was a rape light. It was a little less than a rape. No, I, to be fair, I raped uh, your flashlight. Yeah, you guys yeah. don't get it. Holodeck is the answer. Um, All right, holodeck does sound pretty cool. Yeah. So I guess in the holodeck, like rather than actually teleporting to China, you could just have China, China in your exactly. holodeck. Exactly. Hey, this guy said something very nice about you. He said, uh, this guy, Rob, he has a, uh, the podcast, The Geek Generation. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is why you've heard of it. Um, he's a, I was at the show in Boston at the Wilbur Theater. Good Best comedy you, show I've ever been to. Whoa. You and Furman killed it. Also, thanks a million times to Chris for recording an ID bumper for my podcast, The Geek Generation. I did do that. I remember that. Yeah, they just had a, they had a really good uh, zombie debate on their, uh, on their podcast recently. And then, um, I, uh, then they talked about me. In the episode afterwards, and it weirded me out. Sorry, Rob. It did. Well, but I, if they have another zombie uh, discussion, I will call in. People I are will. talking about you now, buddy. People hey. are talking about you, Jonah. Hey. Uh, he says, thanks to Jonah Deathray for inspiring and listening. That's a really Jonah cool. Deathray. That's really cool. That's, That's been done before. That's a cool nickname. That's been done before, yeah. So we can go with that if you guys want. Um, actually, I'm going to change your name to Jonah Bang Bang. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> nice. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there was some discussion on your Geek Dad episode about the difference between a nerd and geek. My buddy from California agrees with Chris that it's simple. Why does it matter that your buddy's from California? Uh, agrees with Chris that it's <laughs> simply... shit on the equipment. Oh, I'm sorry. He's a nice guy. That's a cool podcast. Okay. Um, with its uh, simply a regional distinction. I, however, feel strongly that there's a difference, and I have defined it in this way. A geek is someone that is very passionate about a specific topic, often to the point of near obsession. You can have sci-fi geeks, Doctor Who geeks, band geeks, and even sports geeks. It's an all-encompassing term that refers to multiple topics. A nerd is another term for a subcategory of geeks, specifically an academic geek. Those who are geeky about school and or intellectual pursuits will be referred to as nerds. Wait, so they're saying a nerd is a subset of geek? Yeah, that's what Bull they're saying. Bull to the shit. Well, this is coming from the guy. He's saying this to us, the Nerdist podcast, from his uh, podcast, Geek, geek Generation. Generation. So, nah. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on this distinction. Um, they're just words. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I really, you know, I don't, I don't like those kind of conversations can just, they swirl cause it's all just kind of made up terms and it's all infused in pop culture. Yeah. And you know, it's not like you're uh, looking at a macaque and a bonobo and you're like, those are clearly, yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, uh, uh, a geek is a fucking guy that bites the head off of chickens at a circus. Yes, That's what from, a geek the, is. from the German geck. Yeah, exactly. And nerd, I believe, was a Dr. Seuss-generated word. Yes. I still can't believe. Turn your Turn fucking your microphone. I don't. I, my elbow hits it. <laughs> sorry, guys. All right. I still can't believe you don't know how holodeck works. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that you could physically. I guess. Yeah, you could physically interact. That's why when the when the safety protocols get turned off, that's why Captain Picard can kill all those Borg in first contact. Because the bullets got gotcha, you, gotcha, gotcha. Now I'm a. I did love. Um, I love Next Generation, but I have not watched Next Generation in quite a few years. Uh, Next Generation has a number of holodeck episodes. <laughs> Perhaps the best is. Uh, wasn't there? Wasn't there a gangster one? Uh, there's a couple of those. There's a couple episodes where the with the Dixon Hill character, uh, but the. The nth degree is pretty good, and uh, you can find these all on Netflix now because they all stream on Netflix. Uh, and I'm trying to think of the one, Hollow Pursuits, which is essentially about uh, Barkley, like just living in the holodeck. All right, doesn't want to. I'm gonna go. I'm Hollow gonna go Pursuits, back. Season four. I'm gonna go get that on. I'm gonna go watch that on Netflix. Uh, and that's you know Barkley is uh, Murdoch from yeah. the A Team. Anyway, go ahead. Oh. Uh, I think I've just read my favorite comment of all time it's from a guy named Jason. Hey guys. 
Forget you, forget just your nuts laying on a fucking dresser and banging them shits with a spike fucking bat. Waiting for the Todd Glass show is really torture. Am I right? Forget about that other thing that we never talked about. I don't know what the fuck that is. I don't understand. I love that. I love introducing some crazy thing that it sounds like he's saying that like that's a thing we all know. Yeah. Hey, forget about banging your balls up yeah. against a dresser. With forget a... just your nuts laying on a fucking dresser and banging them shits with a spiked fucking bat. Banging them shits. Waiting for the Todd Glass show is really torture. Am I right? Forget about driving a forklift up to your asshole and cutting that <laughs> fucker in half. What? Oh, nice. And this Quiminer is uh, referencing Nick. Hey, Chris, Matt, Jonah, and Nick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nick's not here. Yeah, I know. Since he's, you guys, he's took his kid drinking. Since you, all, you know, since you guys are all nerds, I, want, I need to know if any of you had ever heard of Nerd Fighters. If not, it's a community of nerds that sprung up around the Vlog Brothers YouTube channel, which is run... Uh, I have heard of Nerd Fighters, you actually. Have? Yeah. Mm -hmm. are, may, are they entirely out of awesome? And in fight to decrease the amount of suck in the world. Did you see the NBC logo? Oh, there's another. Uh, I'm bummed you can't do the next uh, Terminal of the Nerds. I know. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be doing a live riff track. We're doing. I'm doing two shows with SF Sketchfest on the 18th. Um, SF Sketchfest did a thing with the uh, California uh, Academy of Sciences, and. So it, there's a whole evening of programming there, and I'm doing a, I'm going to be doing a conversation with Veronica Belmont, who is awesome at Veronica on Twitter. Uh, super super crazy smart geek girl. What got in there? She got that handle? Yeah. Shit. She's hardcore. She's friggin' wow. seriously hardcore. How do I get at Matt? <laughs> you're, you're not getting <laughs> at Matt. But uh, uh, did someone? Someone must have gotten. Someone must have gotten just the name at, so they could be at at. I'm sure, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sure right? that happened. Um, but uh, Veronica's awesome. So, so Thursday, the 18th of August, we're doing a a one-on-one -on -one conversation. You guys can't be there because uh, you are, is your last day at the fruit stand. Yeah, and Jonah's got to show that And night. Jonah's got to show that I also night. got my job starts next week, my yeah, new, my new temporary job. What's your new temporary job? I'm riding on the VMAs. Oh, yeah. Hold that thought for one second. Yeah. Then on the 20th, I'm doing a live riff tracks uh, with... People like Andy Richter and awesome. a few other cool people in San Francisco. So that all that information is at sfsketchfest.com. Moving over to Jonah, that is awesome that you're writing for the VMAs. Yeah. Like any cool writer that I've ever known has written on the VMAs. It's like a... Yeah. I'm or looking, the movie awards. The VMAs and the movie awards. I, you know, what I'm hoping is that it is a stepping stone towards the movie awards, which has more comedy segments in it. Right. Uh, but I, uh, I'm i very pleased to have gotten this job, mainly because uh, DC Pearson from uh, Dare Comedy and Mystery Team DC's is the, awesome. uh, the head writer on it. And DC is awesome. I think he's one of the funniest, nicest guys uh, around. And I'm really excited. I'm very excited for you. I think this is a big step for you. I think so. You know, got it. On, they asked for. They asked. They asked about me. Because it's because it because it's it is an acknowledgement that you're a legitimate comedy writer that they're pulling you in. To yeah. The, I mean, me. I know people don't necessarily think of the VMAs as being like, oh, it's a comedy, you know. But I can tell you from experience that m most of the people that have now kind of popped as comedians probably wrote for the VMAs at one point. Yeah. Harris Whittles wrote on it in 2007. Or, or, or another. So it's a good, it's it's actually a great collection of people. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And it's like, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, now we're done with Web Soup for the year. You know, I kind of, it's, it's nice to have a, a job <laughs> to float <laughs> me. 
Uh, also today, I found out that we uh, uh, I will be recording my next record for AST Records. A special thing. A special thing records um, in, in September. I'll be recording it at uh, Meltdown, and uh, it uh, should be good. It's going to be another 7-inch record. If you buy the 7-inch record, you are able to have a keepsake. If you don't have a record player, you can put it on your wall, and it will come with a download code, uh, so you can just put it onto your computer. Here's one. Hey, Jonah, my wife and I are uh, having a baby, and we're thinking of baby names. Jonah has made the list. What do you think? We are seriously considering it. Adam. Adam is the name of my brother. Whoa. So that's kind of neat. Jonah, I think, is a uh, is an awesome name. If you do name your uh, kid Jonah, don't get him fat because the story of Jonah and the whale will be rewritten in ways to make fun of him, such as Jonah the whale. Uh, that's a very easy one to grow up with. Uh, and no one can ever really give you a shitty nickname, apparently. So yeah, This uh, window into Jonah's childhood was brought to you by Jonah Ray. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a, Nay Rodriguez. 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 Oh, come on. How long have we known each other? I meant to say Rodriguez. A lot of people did. Um, <laughs> maybe they should flip it and name the kid Haynaj. Haynaj. Ooh. Oh. H-A-N-O-J. I like that. I'm okay with Hay-Naj. that. Haynaj. 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 Don't dream. Oh, have you listened to the Mark Maron podcast with Andrew Dice Clay? No! God damn, it's awesome. Yeah, last week. It was came out last week. I just heard Dice on Stern and I and like like Stern was like talking to him like how like he doesn't have any money, this, that, and the other thing, and he's like trying to make his nut every week and his nuts like $125,000 a month. Yeah. Like, what? what the fuck is he spending money on? What is $125,000 a month? I don't know. His mortgage, his cars, his, his wife, his alimony, his child support. Yeah. All that still, shit. Still talks like a badass, though. Dude can do. An amazing Bob Arino. Dude can do an amazing Jerry Lewis from The Nutty Professor. Spot on. Yeah, no, Spot no, on no. impressions. Dice, and a really dice. good... Yeah, Dice. Him. It's crazy. It's a really good listen. I, I liked it a lot. Excellent. Well, I think that sort of wraps up the show for the week. Yeah. So uh, before we wrap this out, I'm uh, we're going to kick it into... Uh, Mike Furman's... Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Can I... <laughs> sorry. Uh, this is going up today. Uh, tomorrow. Rewind yourself. Yep. Sorry. I, Actually, if you want to sound like you're rewinding yourself, just say the words Brezhnev and Turnip. Brezhnev, Turnip. Yep. Yep. Turnip, Brezhnev, Turnip, Brezhnev, Brezhnev, Turnip. And then boom, you're in uh, Twin Peaks the movie. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and then boom. Um the, I'm doing a really awesome show next week Thursday in Culver City called the Super Serious Show. Oh, I've heard of that show. Yeah, and it's a it's a monthly show. I'll be uh, hosting and headlining it along with uh, Matt Bronger's on the show. Gerard Carmichael, who's one of my favorite new comics, uh, he's on the show. Uh, a guy from Fun Your Dad is gonna be showing some unreleased videos. Uh, and the Walsh brothers are on the show, and it's uh, it's like what you a know, fucking powerhouse. Yeah, it's uh, you pay to get in, and there's like a f- there's a couple food trucks, and there's like a sponsored beer company, like I think it's Eagle Rock Brewery, who make great beers, and it's uh, it's like a night full of uh, shows, and like uh, it'd be awesome if a lot of you guys wanted to come out to that. Great, so, yeah, there it is. There's my I think that's like my most official plug. No, no, you should plug your shows. People need to come out and see you. Yeah, yeah, and then there's you know the Wednesday show every you know. Wednesday. That Wednesday show is so much fucking fun, man. David Spade dropped in last night. That's what I heard. And Todd Glass brought David Spade, and he had a good time. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. People, like, first laughing like it was fake that he was coming on stage, and then realizing it was him. So everyone was like, yeah, oh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> it is him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. So, right, uh, there so there's that. Uh, yeah, no, Jonah, fucking plug all your shows, man. I don't give a shit. People need to, you deserve for people to come see you perform for, and they want to know. So yeah, it's yeah, totally yeah. cool. 
Um, so uh, I'm going to end the show with uh, the Wootstock song by Mike Furman, and uh, it's available on iTunes. So pick it up and uh, support Mike Furman. And while you're doing that, enjoy. Enjoy your burrito. Oh, I thought you were going to keep it with the devil. Enjoy your burrito and cottage cheese. <laughs> Nah, that doesn't sound like a bad combination. Actually, you're right. Cottage cheese burritos? To Chipotle! <laughs> Give me your cottage cheese! Or what? <laughs> what happened to the world? <laughs> cottage cheese! It's not like fucking... It's not like... Chris, some... get over it. Play the song. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> I started to get... I started to get re-pissed. <laughs> You ever get re-pissed about old situations? You can eat cottage cheese on the holodeck. Um, yeah, <laughs> I can, but I can teleport it... to a cottage cheese factory. Do it. Cottage cheese factory sounds like something you would call someone's like wait, sticky. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like a if I eat factory. cottage, if, if I eat, eat holodeck, hang on. If I eat holodeck generated cottage cheese, do I leave... shit light? No, no, as soon as you leave the holodeck, you're not full anymore because it's no longer in your stomach. Oh my god. That's the perfect diet. It's the perfect way to have an eating disorder. The eat on the holodeck diet. Well, no. If you want I'm your, leaving. if you want like you know your uh, your your bad foods, your pizza, yeah, your you bagels with cream holiday. cheese. You create your favorite restaurant. Your pizza in the with holiday. cream cheese. There's an Anna's Taqueria all of a sudden, and I can eat like three super carnitas burritos with cottage cheese and then leave. It's like in defending your life. Fast and delicious. Eat all you want. Yeah. Come on, my show, Albert Brooks, and bring cottage cheese. <laughs> Here's Mike Furman. <laughs> I used to be good at radio. <laughs> well, it's also not 5 a.m.
Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast is brought to you by GoToMeeting. Meet easily with colleagues, even when traveling or working remotely. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com, promo code NERDIST. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books.